0: Welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hinete Elon. Thank you for joining me today. I am glad that you are listening to this podcast because today is very special as we will talk about a sensitive topic, but that a topic that everyone must know and should master if they would want to grow and become the best version of themselves. And this is all about self-love, So i hope you'd stay with me and share this episode with your friends and follow life expressions as i move on to this episode i would like to introduce you to my guest no other than a rising star or shall i say a star already in her own right and she is also an advocate of self-love And she was a Batang Pinoy Singapore champion in 2009, USLS Golden Voice champion in 2012, The Voice Philippines finalist in ABS-CBN 2013, GMA It Bulaga, Ikawat Echo, Kavoice ni Idol Grand Finalist in 2014, One Bacolod Ambassador in 2014, OPM at Padgor 5, The Search for the Next Total OPM Performer Grand Finalist in 2015, and Tawag ng Tanghalan Daily Contender in 2017. Too many victories and feather in her cap. She's the lead vocalist of my favorite band, Mojo Nova, Please welcome to the show the Bossa Nova Princess of Bacolod City and the Lasallian Diamond singer, Joanne Nervine Bernal. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Carrie. Hello, everyone. I'm glad that you're here in my podcast, Life Expressions. Kamusta, how are you?
1: Uh, things have been great. And it's also such an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me here. Um especially at a time where it's very things have been going good and good opportunities have been manifesting lately. So this is one of them, and I'm very grateful.
0: Yes, Joanne, ever since I've known you, because you were my student in LaSalle, in IDS, I have already observed how you ooze with self-confidence and how great a voice you have. That is really your asset. That is your core. Where did you get the talent?
1: Wow, thank you, miss. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think I got this. honestly, my parents aren't singers, and uh, they tried to teach me, but they weren't good teachers. I only got a uh, formal training when I transferred here in the Philippines because we were from Singapore. and um, or that was around high school. That's where I got my proper training. In terms of the confidence, uh, I think in a way I got it from how my mom used to take care of me like she knows how to uh, carry herself and teaches me how to carry myself and you know um, present myself in, uh, in front of people but then uh, with that comes a lot of um, journeys in terms of insecurity and gaining back my confidence so uh, that's how it started though
0: yes let me go back to your formal training how long did you have that formal training?
1: So I started my formal training um, around the age of 12, and I actually started classical. Uh, I used to Um, compete in Kundiman, and uh, those were my Mm -hmm. first uh, competitions that I joined. And eventually, um, I wanted to venture into more um, common or general music. So uh, I took up pop uh, singing lessons as well, and uh, that's where... Um, my love for performing grew and uh, I started to learn expand my range to bossa nova and here I am performing a variety of genres so it's mostly Mm -hmm. from classical to pop and then on my uh, studying
0: on my own terms after I think it's very well said because seeing you perform many times I have seen how versatile you are you could sing low to very high range and the quality Mm -hmm. of your voice is just unique and so cool that you would love to listen all night long that's really how I feel when I watch and listen to you um but I'm pretty sure that there has been a lot of challenges before you got into this stage tell me about it um
1: you know if if there's one thing that has been repeating in my life at this point like lately it's that I am so lucky that I kept this job. When we were, when we were children, we were asked, uh, you know, we, uh, in school, we were asked to write, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And ever since I was young, I've been writing, I wanted to be a singer. And then when you grow up, you know, suddenly, like you're in high school, and you have all these career plans. Um, they ask you the same question, like, what career do you want? uh, in the future, what do you want, uh, after high school or after college, what do you want to pursue? And most of my classmates would, uh, instead of when we were kids, they would write astronauts. I want to be a princess. They would write, um, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a lawyer, but still in my mind, I can't get it out that I, that all these years I still wanted to be a singer. Um, so I think if there's one challenge, uh, that was, um, really like I'm, I'm grateful for is um, having all these, uh, people outside of the industry talking to me and telling me it's not a stable job. Um, you know, my parents also wanting a different career for me. a, a one that pays a higher salary or, um, you know, uh, people have different expectations of how, how success is for them. And for me, like, i am at my most successful point because i i stayed through all all the gossip or all the people not believing that um my music my voice would take me this far you know and i'm so grateful for that opportunity apart from that um well i've always been uh when i was in singapore especially like there's still a little racism back then in in my time and uh i would get bullied for my skin color or even when i was here i was studying in China, in a chinese school and i would still get uh, bullied for my skin color and and my weight especially and um i think that was like the biggest theme in my life is is um i would be a better person or i will be more validated if i lost weight um but uh, especially in the music industry especially in in the type of um uh, industry that I'm in I'm an entertainer and I'm supposed to look more presentable as and I would uh, people say that I would get more gigs if I was thinner if I look more sexy you know and um, sometimes like a lot of insecurities would uh, would come in my thoughts and um most of the time it would be me comparing myself to my peers like okay why can't i be as skinny as her why can't i be instead of actually like focusing on the skill itself you know sometimes you know that you're an amazing person but then um like other factors from outside voices like tell you you're not enough uh, so i think that was apart from me pushing my way through this industry, through a very risky industry. I also had to face like um, bullying and, uh, you know, doubting myself, being insecure of my looks and being insecure of um, my position. And it's really scary. Like sometimes you would say, is this going to be sustainable? Will I, will I ever um, be successful from this business? What if I stick too long and I don't get Uh, I don't have enough time to pursue other opportunities because it's too late. But here I am still thriving and I'm so grateful for the challenges that happened.
0: That is very good of you to acknowledge that and to realize that you are already thriving because indeed you are. But before getting to where you are right now, you have said that you have undergone bullying, you have survived it, especially the thoughts that come into your mind that you would say you're not enough, you have to lose more weight or et cetera, et cetera. Um, Was there an instance that really put you down and you would say, enough is enough i have to fight back i have to love myself more i have to know my worth not i have to know that i'm a good singer and that should be enough
1: um back when i was uh younger i actually got um i don't know how it's called like a phantom confidence or or it's not like I'm faking it, but I got this extension of my mom's confidence because my mom was very, um, she was very friendly. She knows how to negotiate. She has that certain type of seduction that makes people, um, like her that makes people drawn to her. And I guess that's how, um, I, I got my inspiration from confidence. I like, I like it when, people are drawn to me based on the aura that I give off and it's nothing it's it's something that you can't quantify it's a feeling that you give off to people and um so I got that uh confidence just imitating how my mom would um handle herself but then as the years get oh, um as the years went by uh you have these like insecurities like when I was bullied um uh for my for my color for my weight uh you know as much as you try to emanate your mom's power uh you are still yourself and those words are hitting you directly um and so for a really long time i felt like i was invalidated i felt like i didn't belong to this world because uh i look like this or i look like that or you know uh, i don't belong in the music industry because um, everybody knows that in the music industry you have to especially here in the Philippines you have to look pretty in order to succeed um, but uh, I think so that was the challenge it was at first me getting my confidence from my mom and then people hitting me with like some personal truths that I have to um, come into terms with and eventually um I think it was like a few years ago when I said, you know what? I actually love myself for me. Why do I need other people's validation? Why am I suffering when I know that I'm amazing? Why am I suffering when I know that I have, because of my confidence, because of how I present myself to the world, people actually, and this is actually what woke me up. Like people actually talk to me and tell me, you know, I really love watching your posts, I really love when you show off your body because um, especially women of my size, like they would tell me that. And um, they said, you know what? I get inspired to look beautiful every day. I get inspired. If that isn't your purpose enough, if that isn't service enough, I don't know what is. And that's the reason why um, despite the bullying, despite um, whatever the world hits me with the uh, challenges based on my incapabilities I'm still I still manage to pull through because I know that what I'm doing is not just something that I love but yes. it's also a service also
0: service. that is very good but I must say to you and this is very true you are beautiful and you are very sexy yes. oh thank you so much yes <laughs> I, I know that Miss. <laughs> <laughs> very good you should know there, that and you're there all there is right. Yeah, your aura is just so positive, And that is true. People are drawn to you because your sincerity oozes. Like people oh. would know how sincere you are and that you're just like a positive person um, ever since, right? And when you sing, you sing with the heart, it's different. Because I believe it's not just, of course, singing is not about the looks. It's about how you perform, yes. how you interpret the song and you interpret them excellently where do you get that um you know I've been
1: that's also one of my insecurities apart from the physical aspects is um how I stand in uh, my art like how I express my art because I never thought of myself to be Um, expressive as songwriters that create beautiful lyrics or or these musicians that create beautiful melodies because even though I'm a singer um, one of my weaknesses is I I only know like basic um, instruments I really don't know how to play an instrument so the only skill that I have is purely my voice and um so i used to question myself like how are these artists so amazing at creating words that move you how are these melodies so beautiful that that you you cry with the slightest um you know drop of the beat or it, the the melody makes you feel things the lyrics makes you feel things and apart from that like what completes that whole feeling is is how you really interpret your voice I think that's what's missing in because I'm also as much as I am like learning in my career I am also very critical of um how others perform you know since I've been in the industry for a while and if there's something I've noticed it's uh how they how they perform sometimes you can you can't um like I said it you can't you can't describe it or you can't quantify it it's it's a feeling that you feel and uh I have always been a very loving person. I have always been a very emotional person actually. Like I love to feel the feelings. I, I love to feel all spectrums of feelings and whenever I'm on stage um, I get in the zone because I possess a different character. Every time I play music and every time I play different songs you possess different characters and that's what's you know, beautiful about the job I do because you get to access parts of you you didn't know you had because of Mm -hmm. how you portray yourself as this character, like as a seductive siren sometimes, as this cute little girl sometimes, or sometimes this very um, queen-like voice. So there's so much beauty in in vocals apart from the technicalities of it that some people aren't able to explore yet. And I think that's what, um, I've, I've learned and that's what really helps me, um, draw that kind of feeling with people, you know? Yeah.
0: Did you ever experience receiving negative feedback or insults or any comment that would put you down? Have you ever received any?
1: Um, I don't wanna brag but if it if it's uh about my voice i I haven't heard um uh anything negative yet but uh sometimes uh I would get insecure in my craft because of how people don't like hearing loud music like your voice is um the music's too loud um sometimes they would say like my voice is too tingil. Uh, In in our dialect, it's a little too sharp. It's piercing in the ears. And uh, because of those comments, I also uh, uh, listen to them and I assess if it is true or not. And then I work on it. So I think I've come to a point where... um, uh, half of like my, the par- personality of my voice now is based on um, people's criticisms, positive and constructive criticisms, and my own evaluation of myself.
0: Yes, but for sure, you have received a lot of accolades, millions of them for the many years that you have sang. <laughs> and for all the places that you have been to just to perform, I I have seen that you have been hired in many other places, not just in Bacolod and Iloilo, but many other places as well, like Boracay. Yes, Yes. yes.
1: Uh, I'm yeah. so proud of our band because we've reached that level where... Um, We're not only recognized in our own city, but other people like intentionally will pay extra just to have us personally in their weddings or in their events. So that's something to be grateful for.
0: Of course, I would do that too. (laughs) But Joanne, you have, by the way, Mojanova has been nominated in the Awit awards right and big congratulations to you and your band
1: thank you so much uh it's uh, actually alio awards in oh Manila. I'm sorry. alio awards it's, yes yes it's uh it's like a grammys i guess for live entertainment and um we were nominated for two categories, Best New Group, and the other one is um, Best Group in Restaurants, Bars, and Hotels. And it's such an honor to be chosen among like uh, different prospects around the Philippines. So that itself is already uh,
0: a good deal. Hmm. Yes. And this is just the beginning. I'm pretty sure soon you will not yes. just be nominated, but you'll get that big recognition of winning Thanks in a <laughs> just keep on doing what you're doing best right Thank but you. let's yes, let's exactly. talk about self love how and when did you mm-hmm. realize that it's about time for you to practice self love
1: um it's it's so weird um like i've had this like big burst of knowledge when after Um, a period of me being depressed and I was depressed for like three years and I stopped being depressed for a since last year. Actually, yes, like around the uh, around last year and a few months before that, like probably around two years already, I stopped being so sad about things. Um, And my journey to self-love is, uh, and it's very, it's very meta. Like people say like, you have all this, knowledge you know you you've been given all this books and you understand it at a basic um at a basic level you read these these books and you understand them on a basic level but then when uh when reality hits you now you seem to understand like the the what's written between the lines you know now you understand like the whole concept of the book and that's like my journey to self-love at first I thought it was just you know me being confident like me um not caring about what other people think that's that's the basic and core concept of of self-love and um after being um like insecure and after being depressed and after being like bullied um you come to a point where where that feeling like starts to dissipate it dissolves it disappears you're no you're no longer confident and you thought you lost it and then you suddenly remember like oh i was when i had nothing i did everything to put myself up there and i know i can do it again that sparks like you are capable of amazing things sometimes you're just blocking um Sometimes, like opportunity or the people around you, your environment, sometimes they're the uh, they could block that success or that they, they could block your mentality. And um, that's when I decided, no, I won't let like uh, other people dictate how I live my life. This time it's me because I know if I do it on my own terms, I will do it with grace, I would do it successfully, and I will do it um with peace of mind with happiness with, with so much energy and passion and um so it was a it was a an on off and on switch but then when now this time it's on it's it feels like i'm getting the source from the sun itself it's not just the fluorescent light bulb anymore now i know where the source is where my intention of self love is and it's from knowing that uh being humble enough to know that i can lose everything but being Uh, confident enough to know that I can gain it all back yes and that's uh from from really mastering your skill really working on what you're passionate about that that really boosts up your self-love and self-confidence and knowing who you are especially
0: yeah that's amazing but I'm sorry before we continue I'm curious what caused your depression for three years yeah
1: oh yes um I think it was um A mixture of a lot of things like betrayal from friends um uh some it's also family conflict like uh, my parents would want something else for me and I I am a woman of my own terms and I want this for myself I have plans for myself or um there were so many things I think the biggest one that actually um was that really made me like go to the deepest ends was uh, ending my relationship with Tim. And, you know, Tim was my boyfriend back then. And we were super strong. Like we've been together for five years and um, uh, we built this band very successfully. And uh, until now we're actually still good friends. We're best friends. And we are so happy that we actually broke up, but um, it was because I depended so much on my happiness uh, with Tim. I mean, I depended him on my happiness that uh, whenever he's not there to validate me, I don't feel an ounce of um, confidence anymore. I, I can't source it for myself. Uh, that's, that's where I think um, losing my confidence, um, being insecure with the relationship. And for a moment, I actually lost my voice. These factors really led me to a dark place in my life. And I'm so glad that happened because I wouldn't have stood up right now if it didn't.
0: How did you rise from that?
1: Um. I never, I didn't actually understand it, that it was depression. I thought that I was just, a, I person. just thought that I was a miserable human being. Um, mm-hmm. Until somebody told me, you know what, you're actually depressed. Like, uh, you Um, even though like people think I still look confident or I can manage myself or I can carry myself you can never really tell that I feel so empty inside because I would show up to work I would still show up to work give a performance but then I come home empty I come home alone and I would just stay in bed the whole time um, not being even able to tend to my basic human needs like um, cooking food for myself tending to my pets I I even though like i'm just my whole time is just here at home i can't seem to move out of bed because i just want to be in bed the whole time that's how low it became and um i forgot if it answers your question miss how, <laughs> but how that's did, how how
0: did you get up like how did you how did you stop from being depressed like how did so, you just did it just get to you
1: or did it just snap back uh i think it had Um, because when you are in that point of like deep sadness, uh, sometimes you, um, forget your purpose of living and sometimes you, uh, don't know where to go from there. You know, like I used to have so many plans for myself in the future. And now, like, I really don't know what, what's going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I only know that I should continue this. Otherwise my life would end. That's how it feels like that. Um, I have to suffer all the time otherwise my life would end that's how it felt like when I was in depression and um, I think it was through other people telling me and that's been a long time like uh I came out of the the depression when i finally faced the music when i finally had to break up with him because it was our relationship wasn't serving me anymore because i was sourcing my happiness from him and i was being a toxic friend to my friends um and uh i realized like you know what this is not me this is I don't see myself I've never associated myself to be someone so so code so someone not even codependent someone so dependent on someone because I've always known myself to be very independent so it was so weird that I became this whole different person and then I looked in the mirror and told myself I don't recognize you anymore like that's not you that's not the Joanne I know and love. That's not the Joanne I used to pep talk in the morning and tell myself, you're beautiful. You make people smile. You have this radiant positive energy. And then people like get that from you. They feel that and they feel happy. I'm like, where is that? That's not there anymore. And then I suddenly realized, like, oh no, I don't want this is not how I want my story to end. This is this is not me. And the the person I knew back then i knew she she would be able to conquer these things she i know that she would be able to surpass all these trials all these um fears and anxieties and then i suddenly you know i started to and it wasn't uh it wasn't like a it was a kind of like a light bulb process where Oh, okay. I have to do this now. I I, I realize that I'm a different person now and I have to like get back on track with my old self, you know. Um, but it was also like, oh, I'm still lying in bed, I'm still not ready to face the world. So it was a battle between that, like knowing that I could change, but that at the same time I'm still being pulled to my demons. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a sh- small. It was a long process, and until now, it still is a process. And uh, I think I started getting out of that mindset or that difficult mindset when um, I started counting things that I was grateful for. Sometimes, uh, all these negative feelings, all these um, insecurities, just appear because you don't give yourself enough positive things to consume. And if there's something positive that you have to consume every day, it's your gratitude. It's things that you should, even though, even like children in Africa have something to be grateful for. They have sun to be grateful for. They have the rain to be grateful for. We can be grateful for anything. And the the basic thing that we are grateful for is this life, to be honest. And mm-hmm. that's when I realized, like, if you're going to waste your life from here on end, like, you're not going to live the most of it. So I guess I was meant to feel all these, like, dark feelings. So I realized, like, what I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't get to that point anymore. That's when I realized, you know, there's so many things to be grateful for. I have this amazing career. My band still believes in me. People think I'm, I'm, I'm inspiring to them. And why waste all that opportunity away just because I feel so sad? just because I feel like I'm inadequate to some people. Mm -hmm. So I started counting things I'm grateful for and started started doing the shadow work, learning why things upset me and why things make me so sad and like getting to the core of it. There was a lot of shadow work. There was a lot of inner child healing Mm -hmm. until I got to this point where I feel like right now, nothing can shake me. That's I wonderful. am unshakable. That's, it's that's a really wonderful. nice feeling. to yeah.
0: have. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful because you have realized the value of gratitude and yes. you have realized how blessed you are. And mm-hmm. now that you feel that you're unshakable, you are, un- you are unstoppable. Yes,
1: exactly. Yes.
0: So what are the ways that you do now that you practice self-love? What are the, ways that you do every single day to nurture that love for yourself and care for yourself?
1: Um, I think if there's something that uh, people need to understand when it comes to um, knowing oneself, because I think um, if there's anything that like correlates with self-love is self-awareness, like knowing who you really are. How could you love yourself if you don't know who you are? So part of my self-love journey was really isolating myself and knowing who I am, what my triggers are, what makes me happy without the influence of other people, without the influence of my peers or, or you know, um, uh, work. So uh, I had to sit down with myself and understand, like, what did I try to pretend liking just so that, that I can fit in with my peers? and then i realize oh yeah i'm not really um i'm not l- really a drinker or i'm not really this and that uh i don't associate to be i'm not very i'm not a funny human being i don't like joke around all the time but you know i'm i'm still loved i'm still uh i'm still validated um so part of um being confident and being unshakable or being unstoppable is rooting yourself and in order to root yourself you have to know where your source is where you're coming from where where these feelings where um your interests are coming from and you have to learn to cultivate it so uh I realized like I am actually into uh when during that phase of isolation so I broke up with like I broke up with him and um I've been isolate I isolated myself and like just sat down in my feelings and learning to understand myself. And with that, like, I realized, you know what? I love studying philosophy. I love studying self. I love, actually, I am drawn to, like, podcasts about self-improvement, about confidence, about um seduction, like, you know, these these psychology, psychology tricks. And um, that's where I started to learn more about myself. Like, okay, I'm a very... Um, I'm a charmer. And uh, that's my, that's my gift. And in order to, to be more confident, I have to strengthen my gift. I am a siren, I'm a singer. And uh, I draw people in with my voice in order to be more rooted and be more confident, I have to work on my skills. So if there's something about self love and um, self awareness is learning who you are, what your interests are, what doesn't sit well with you and um, setting boundaries for it and learning and highlighting the good parts of you and also learning to love the bad parts of you, but also like placing boundaries on where you want to, how you want to be treated ever since then, like there's so much peace of mind
0: you have decided to grow and read more and listen to podcasts more. Do you also do journaling? Do you also write about your feelings, write about things that you're grateful for? Does that help you? Yes. Um, so if, if there is a routine
1: that I, um, if I, that I do like if not every day, um, at least, uh, you know, whenever I feel like it or whenever I, I need an extra boost in my confidence, um, I start with uh, waking up and doing yoga. Uh, It really helps, like move all the um, move all the stagnant water that's in our body. Because even though I am big, I am I am very flexible. I still love to work on my body. I I like health is very important to me. Um, so I start with yoga and then I would do a meditation, a 20 minute meditation, just sitting with myself, observing my thoughts and, um, like learning more about myself and having this inner dialogue, uh, like, um, inner dialogue with my higher self sometimes. And then, um, I would do a gratitude, like I would, Write, list down things that I'm grateful for. So it's a gratitude journal. Uh, sometimes if there are things that bother me, especially things that I, um, you know, that keep repeating uh, in your head or in my head, I mean, uh, I would write them down in order to transfer that data, that memory, that unnecessary information to a paper instead of in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because if there's something that I've learned, it's, uh, I, I forgot the exact per- percentages, but they say that 80% of your thoughts are negative mm-hmm. and 20% are rep- repetitive mm-hmm. so there's it's really it really is an effort to put in positive thoughts in your mind because most of the thoughts that we we have in our head are mostly negative and it's in our nature yeah. so uh the gratitude journal transferring what stresses me out or what are my feelings into a paper by journaling that helps me and um actually if if there's if if that there, if there's anything that i i want to share with the world it's just um the basic core of it is just consuming positive things every day okay. we tend to not be aware that uh the effect of social media um the effect of like uh just being stagnant with our with games or with with the things that we consume sometimes are um negative to us it's not just in the literary sense but it's also in what we consume what uh, with the, our different senses what we read what we watch on tv um so i stopped like watching things that uh no longer serve me i stopped like um going down the rabbit hole of watching facebook reels instead i filtered my instagram i filtered my social media to only show me things about self-love to show me things about how to do your inner work. And uh, that really helped me in, in consuming good things every day. And I love to start my day with good music. That's, That's, I think that if there's anything that I uh, want people to do every day, it's start to, you know, start your day with good music. That really helps. Yeah.
0: What I also advocate for is just like you, like be mindful of what you feed your mind what exactly, should you yeah. feed your mind because you become what you think about most of the time and yes you think you might say it and it might happen because it goes out to the universe so be careful exactly. you think because you become what you think about most of the time if you mm-hmm. think you are amazing you are right but if you think you're not then you're right as well right that's true. Our that's true thoughts and I am great. I'm happy, Joanne, that you are on the right path and uh, you are practicing self love. And I bet you have good relationships now as well with your family and with your friends.
1: Yes. Um. If there's uh things that I'm working on is, uh, when I was in a, in a sad phase or in, in a phase where I was still trying to find myself or figure my life out, um, I had to assess like what serves me and like the people I surround myself with. So I had to cut off ties with um, some people that only think of me as the past version of myself. Like sometimes you people don't believe that you can be a different person the next day because they they only see you as the version they met you the first day they met you. Mm-hmm. So um, for for people like them that don't believe in me, I stop giving feeding them. Um, I stopped giving them that privilege to know me anymore because there's no point. Um, so instead, I, I work on friends who who really, ex- I, I surround myself with friends who, who know that I'm a dynamic human being and I'm capable of changing my mind every now and then. Uh, so, but now, like, uh my 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 space my friendships my relationships they're smaller and like i said in my past post they're they're richer the love is richer because i am more mindful with with who i choose to spend my time with who
0: i can consume my time with correct it's not on the quantity but on the quality of relationship that you exactly have. Uh, you just stick with people that would help you grow and become the best version of yourself that's what exactly most yes, Joanne, how do you envision yourself five years from now?
1: Oh, that's a very nice question because I also ask myself that thing like uh I used to have I used to be a person with a plan. I always have a plan like ever since I was younger, I knew I was gonna be this um if there's anything I've learned, uh is that sometimes your plans the, the things that you expect won't be given to you, or they will be given to you in things that you would not expect, you know. And um, let's say, although I say I would say right now, like in five years, I see myself being with my band, and we're very famous artists now, and um, uh, like my career is successful, my love life is successful. Uh, I will, I wouldn't know if it's gonna happen, Miss. I'm not sure, but. the the way I approach it now, the way I see my future now, or how I want to be, um, I know that in the future, I will still have this love and passion for music. I know that the things that I'm going to do are um, something I am passionate about. It's very sustainable because uh, these are things that, like are really in the core of myself and that's the service that I give to others that's my purpose if there's anything that um, I wish I am within the next five years it would be to be a servant of my purpose in this world um, uh, I can't say directly that I would be an artist or I would be a famous singer um, although that is still part of my plan, I would have a plan A. If the, in case that doesn't work, I'm also ready with my plan B. But now I'm just so happy that I have these different options to how I direct my life, direct the next step in my path. You know, back then when I was depressed, I I couldn't see a future for myself, and here I am now, like. Um, working on this thing with my band, but still open to many possibilities, many opportunities. Like we are, we are limitless. I yes. could be a singer today, but I could also maybe eventually end up just being um, a businesswoman, or or someone who just stays in the farm and like become a farmer. You will never know. Yes. So that's what excites me in the next five years. As long as I'm serving my purpose in the world.
0: And what's important is you're also living your passion, living your purpose. Exactly. Yeah. If there's an advice or any message that you'd like to give to our listeners today, what would that be?
1: If there's anything important that I learned in life, it's to expose yourself, to expand your limits. Sometimes we are... Um, this is the only way we see ourselves. We only see ourselves in bars because this is the imagine- imaginary um, prison cell that we we put ourselves in. But we don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't know that we are capable of um, achieving so many other things because uh, if there's if there's one thing that um, actually like also helped me with like this point of my career, it's noticing the ego. And getting rid of that ego. My biggest ego was um, my physical appearance and my voice. Without these two two things, I feel like I'm nothing. So I I understood that when I got depressed, like I didn't have a voice and I gained weight. And uh, now that I understand that, it's not my voice and my weight that actually. Um, values my life or adds value to my life. It's my personality and how I am able to to still um, be present or to still have so much value to other people without these physical things, without this voice, without th- that. That is so much like that like gives you so much love so much confidence in yourself so if there is anything i can impart with our listeners it would be to expose yourself in so many situations you don't know that you might have the skill that you didn't know you would love or you would be really good at if you don't try exactly. um you expand your knowledge you expand um the way you view things in life or you expand your um like your you stretch your limits once you expose yourself to things that you are afraid of, especially with the things you are afraid of. So it's so true and it's so cliche when they say face your fears, but it's actually like expand your exposure, yeah. like try to test things that you never knew that you could do and you will realize that there's that's actually an opportunity for you that's wonderful
0: this has been a truly wonderful conversation with you joanne thank you so much for listening. thank you so much thank you so much for sharing a part of yourself and your positivity i could feel it through zoom I it. <laughs> thank you I Love all the
1: way it. from a different yeah. world yes. a different country
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> thank you so much and, i appreciate um, it the best of luck to you and your career of course your band thank that you will reach whatever that you would want to reach because you are on the right track. You have the right mindset and you love yourself. Thank you so much. God bless you, you, Joanne. God bless you too. Yes, we work on loving ourselves so that we could overcome our limiting thoughts. That is correct. And so that we would live a life that truly shines. We live a life that would emit love and kindness to the rest of the world. Thank you so much, Joanne. And let's Thank continue you, to advocate for self-love. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Life Expressions. Again, I'm your host, Chari hinati Elon, and my guest has been Joanne Bernal. And please don't forget, if you like this episode, continue to share and follow Life Expressions. I'd also have a short announcement that we're going to have a leadership series with Dr. Peter Leg very soon. So if you'd like to attend the webinar for free, just comment, I'm in. Or send me a private message on Life Expressions. Again, thank you and have a good one, everyone. Bye, Joanne. Thank you. Bye.